This is the Healthy Ways with the Sosa podcast. Hello guys. If you're planning for your next trip, then you definitely would not want to miss the amazing health tips that I have in stock for you today on this episode, the fourth episode precisely of the Healthy Life Routine season of this podcast. Of course, it's still the Healthy Ways with Asosa podcast and I'm still your host, Asosa. And like I said earlier, on this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you really premium tips on what you should know health-wise before embarking on your next road trip, the next flight, the next boat ride, however it's, it may seem. So you just stay with me throughout and let's get started. See ya! Some of you might wonder what is there to consider health-wise when it comes to traveling. Well, there is a lot you have to consider. First of all, when you're traveling or embarking on a travel to a particular place, whether it be a short distance or a long distance, there are some things you have to have in mind health-wise. First of all, you should know that you're going to be traveling across some distance and the health state wherever you are currently and in that particular location may not be exactly the same and most times for international travels this is even more critical because a lot of things play out when it comes to the health system the health status of different countries so you have to be aware of these and put enough precautions in place to stay healthy and safe aside these um we also have the fact that when you're traveling some things may come into play while on the travel for instance probably the change in atmospheric pressure if you're traveling by air or the fact that you have to sit a long time while um while on your trip and some other urgencies or emergencies that may play out while on your travel for instance if you already have a health condition you want to be prepared for all of these tendencies when embarking on a travel. So this is why it is good for us to talk about how to stay on the safe side when it comes to traveling. And of course, it's important for you to talk to your health professional possibly weeks before traveling, especially by flight, so you can know how to stay safe. So right away, we're going to dive into some things that play out most times during travels and how best you can protect yourself and stay healthy and safe. Now, the first thing we should talk about is road travel. Let's take a look at road travels. What are some of the things that could play out health-wise when traveling by road? And the first thing that most likely happens is the fact that we have to sit for a long time through a long distance in a particular position and there's a high likelihood of getting exhausted or having muscle pains, leg cramps and all of that discomfort. Um, in some cases people experience travel sickness where they, they feel um, uncomfortable, they may have stomach upset some may even go as far as really panicking in, so, in some cases. 
sometimes there's also ear pain which we also call barotrauma and in such cases there's the discomfort of the ear which happens due to the sudden difference in air pressure especially when um, the windows are open and you know you keep having that rush of wind um, and so you just get that discomfort in your ears I don't know if we normally experience this but I personally do so these are some of the things that play out and in some cases I've also witnessed some asthmatic patients for instance um, develop some kind of attack while in transit so most of the times there has to be an emergency response to that and we have to get um, a way to help them out so these are just some of the things that could most likely occur with road travels and same thing occurs with flights for instance um, just as we have during road travels in flights you also have to sit for a long time and besides the leg pains or cramps there's also the tendency for what we call thrombosis or deep vein thrombosis and this is m more likely in persons that already have pre-existing conditions, um, cardiovascular conditions, heart problems, hypertension, and, and the likes. And for thrombosis, what it simply means is um, like a blockage or um, occlusion of blood vessels because, of course, when you're sitting for a long time in a particular position, there's more pressure or blood flow to you know the extreme parts of your body your leg for instance and so there's a tendency for what we call thrombus to get formed and then you feel um, really um, severe pains or numbness in your extremities as in your leg region so this can be really critical if not properly addressed and it plays out both in road travels and flights or however as long as you have to sit in a particular position for a long time so those that's um one issue that may play out and aside aside that of course we also know that when we when we're traveling we most likely will be traveling to a place that we're not used to i mean the environment or their foods the water the air and the body is programmed most times in most people in a way that once you're in a place that is foreign so to speak your body reacts and then some people start to develop um, allergies um, stomach upset diarrhea constipation nausea vomiting some people really um, have really bad really bad allergies skin reactions and so much more so these of course are things to consider and yeah they're very important and also when it comes to um you know preventing the particular illness for instance like now we we're just um in, in that covid19 phase and i'm sure during the early part of this this pandemic there was so much restriction on travels especially international travels and even to now all sorts of travels are really really um really really monitored you know so as to prevent contracting um the virus 
and um, this is not just in the case of COVID-19 for instance let's take Nigeria for um, as an example for instance we have foreigners traveling to Nigeria they're not used to things we're used to for instance like malaria uh, like typhoid and it's only makes sense for them to to have preventive measures or take precautions so as not to get um, so as not to get um, infected or to get sick when they get here so that's why most of the times they take prophylaxis um, medications against malaria some like fancy that for instance just to stay um, to stay safe from from malaria so that's just one scenario in some countries there are some conditions that are peculiar to them some um, endemic that's what we call them some endemic um, illnesses infections that they are uh, known for so before embarking on such international travel it's good to look it up to research on on your destination to know what health conditions are peculiar to that place so you can speak to your doctor and have all the preventive measures all the precautions in place so you can stay safe yeah and that's where the issue of vaccination comes into play of having a box containing um you know relevant medications um stocked up so you can um, avoid really critical emergencies so you can be prepared for them so in some cases people get vaccinated and in some cases they get um, they're put on some medications against some um, some um, health health conditions some illnesses this is the healthy ways with a sosa podcast Now that you know some of these things that may occur during travels, how do you stay safe? How do you protect yourself? How can you be health conscious? Now, this is where I come in and I have some really interesting and uh, valuable tips for you. Now, the first thing that you should do is before embarking on travels, especially international travels, you should have you should be in contact with your healthcare provider yes um he or she has more knowledge about your medical history about your medication history about your conditions and will be in the um best shoes to give you the right counsel and the right um advice on how to be safe throughout your travel and even during your stay in um your um, supposed destination all right so it's good to to have to have um, um counseling sessions with your healthcare provider now this should be like around six weeks yeah six weeks before the travel yes and it just depends on how um should i say critical or foreign the destination is it may be less when you're embarking on probably um closer um trips or traveling within your your country and uh state or whatever but 
regardless you need to be in communication with your health provider the second thing you should do is to embark on checkups medical checkups dental checkups it's good to be sure you're in good health so that you know if you're ready to embark on that travel and also to to know how you, you're going to protect yourself if you're not really strong health-wise all right it helps it's, it's actually in, in two ways it helps you um guard yourself from infections or bad health conditions from your destination and also helps um, protect people in that destination too if you have pre-existing condition so it's actually in both ways now another thing you should have in mind is to always check for for updates for information on health information um, for the destination you're, you're trying to, to get to so it's good to do a background check to know okay is is England safe is China safe is Canada safe what are the things happening there? Is Kenya safe? So you should just know some of these things. It could also be interstate. You should know what's happening in the next state, both in terms of health and even in terms of security, in terms of safety. So it helps you get prepared beforehand. And there's so many advisories online for you to get this information from. An example is the CDC, Center for Disease Control. They contain lots of information uh, on the health status of many countries. So you should wanna look it up, the CDC online. So that can be very helpful. And the next thing you should do before embarking on travelers is to um, have an idea about what your health insurance can cover for yeah uh, in some cases probably by way of your visa or your um application or whatever means you're getting to your destination you should know okay to what extent does my health insurance cover for are there some things i need to pay with my own money am i going to get drugs for free am i going to easily get access to a medical personnel when I get there or are there some things I need to pay for so this helps you prepare beforehand so you don't get stranded and so you're going to stay healthy and safe the next one is very important and the way I like to put it is that you should get armed up like armed up you should arm yourself enough and by this I mean you should carry along with you essential medical um, devices equipment or medications i'm not saying you have to carry um, a sphygmomanometer for instance or something something overboard no i'm just saying you should have basic first aid materials all right for sake of emergency or containing things that you know that you already need. For instance, if you, if you have regular prescription or over-the-counter medicines that you normally take, then it's good to include them in your luggage. You shouldn't want to um, miss them out because you never know when you need them. You should also remember um, peculiar medicines that you should want to add to your, your kit. For instance, medicines for diarrhea, for upset stomach, for indigestion, for cough and cold, for pain, for runny nose. 
most things that actually occur due to allergy or due to food poisoning or um, yeah due to um, travel sickness or motion sickness um, as the case may be so you should want to have these medications you can speak to your doctor or pharmacist on recommended medications that you can take along for your travel and of course they will give you the information on when and how to use them there are also um, antihistamines for allergies antibiotic drugs um, there are face masks that are very important especially now hand sanitizers we cannot stress it enough always have that with you and make sure you make use of them then there are also first aid materials like bandages like um, uh, probably methylated spirits like um, pocket knife like um, more skin for blisters um, thermometers um, plasters anything that you know you would need cotton wool for for first aid in case you have injuries then you should always have this in your kit so I may not be able to exhaust everything that you need in your kit but you should speak with your healthcare provider and I'm sure he or she would exhaust these for you so you can stay prepared right so um, we're moving towards the end but I'm going to also stress the area of food of nutrition um, some people are skeptical about whether or not they should eat before embarking on travels and how much they should eat or what kind of foods they should eat well it's it's kind of relative and it doesn't really work the same way for everybody <clears throat> but for most people that i know it's better to eat light foods that are easily digested and do not upset your tummy okay it's better to eat foods that have more carbohydrates i mean they they are easily digested obviously probably things that contain enough fibers um things like uh, probably snacks bread um just things that are more rich in carbohydrate than protein because when you eat lots of proteinous foods or things that have um, fats and so much fat it may upset your tummy while traveling because those foods take longer time to digest and they may really upset your tummy throughout your journey so it's good to stay safe and eat light foods that are rich in carbohydrates i think that's the best advice and another thing is you should eat well cooked foods and not things that uh, would like i said upset your tummy you don't want to just see things on the roadside there are no vendors on the air obviously so you don't want to just um buy um snacks from the roadside throughout your journey and just eat them without being sure how how they're being made so you just have to eat things that you're sure of i know it's good to explore but it's also good to be safe and you don't want to have tummy upset try your journey trust me so it's better to be safe and also when you get to your destination you don't just munch into everything you come across especially if it's a really foreign land so you have to this is where you have to eat well cooked foods and not just exploring anything that comes your way of course so you have to have this in mind and if it's possible for you to carry along um, some snacks 
of, that you used to, of course, and that will be much, much better. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, in terms of water also, you need to, of course, drink um, canned water, purified water, okay? It really helps and uh, prevents lots of um, problems with your digestion and with your stomach. So you just want to um, take the right water and also to prevent infections too, which is really important. Prevention of infections really important, especially in a foreign land, in a place you're not used to, because who knows what organisms are common in that particular location. It's not something that you might be used to. It may be something that is even resistant to the meds that you have with you. So it's good to just stay safe. Yeah. Before I go, I'm just going to highlight some of the problems with travels that I mentioned earlier and give you some um, likely solutions to them. Um, I mentioned earlier about ear pain or barotrauma that comes due to difference in air pressure. Yeah, that's annoying pain in your ears you get when you travel. So that can be avoided through either of these. Now, the first one, they're kind of funny, but they work. <laughs> the first one is chewing. So you may want to chew gums or munch on some snack. I don't know, but when you're chewing, most times you have less tendency to develop those ear pains for whatever reason and also when you swallow yeah probably just want to sip water and this mainly works um especially in children um during air flight especially um when the plane is um, ascending because there's really at that point the difference between the atmospheric pressure is really obvious and in children the um, eustachian tube in the ears are much more narrow so they tend to have more pain when it comes to um, difference in air pressure they tend children tend to have more ear pain when traveling so you could use either of these tips swallowing chewing yawning just something that um, keeps the um, the ears the throat region sort of um, active um, really works in reducing the impact or reducing the ear pain during those times and also there's also something I didn't make mention of and it's known as jet lag jet lag and this is this actually results due to difference in time zone so you find out that when you're traveling to a place for instance three hours um, ahead of you you may have issues when you get to your destination, especially with sleep. You may find out that the time you're supposed to sleep is not the time for sleep, so-called, in that particular place. You're just there. You just have um, sleep patterns that, that are really um, uncomfortable. So, well, you should just, first of all, realize that this is very likely to happen. And a way to, you know, go about this or solve this is probably adjusting your sleep patterns before traveling yeah if you know okay you're going to a place and the and the um, location is three hours ahead you might want to start sleeping probably three hours or one hour ahead 
um, in your current um, location so you can your body can adjust gradually in your in your destination so yeah these are just some bonus tips or expo when it comes to traveling and avoiding some health issues now i just want to make mention of some vaccines that are also important for for people to take depending on several factors your existing health conditions your age your gender if you're pregnant if you're an older person um, your location your present location your destination these are just some vaccines that are um, most likely going to be recommended for you to take and there's uh, hepatitis for instance hepatitis a and b vaccine there's influenza vaccine uh, measles mumps polio um, rabies tetanus typhoid yellow fever ebola yes and uh, yeah these are just some vaccines that you may most likely take um, when embarking on international travels but it still boils down to communicating with your healthcare provider sufficient amount of time before embarking on your travels so that's still like one of the um, major things you should um, carry out before traveling yeah guys this is where i'll be ending today's episode and i'm sure you had a lot a lot of information on how you can stay safe and secure health wise when it comes to traveling whether by road by air by water as the case may be and as a recap i highlighted some major issues that people experience when traveling and also shared some tips on how to stay secure and how to arm yourselves with the right health information the medical devices the medications all that you need to be on the safe side and i hope you really found this really useful and worth sharing to others i'm sure they're going to learn quite a lot quite new tips so to speak from this particular episode so i really do hope you share this and that you also share with me um your reviews your comments or your stories on uh your own experiences based on what i have shared in this episode so once again i'm really thankful to you for listening and yeah bye for now If you have enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to send your reactions or your questions, your comments, whatever you have to send to me. Please remember to send them to me through my email, healthywaveswithasosa at gmail.com. You can also send me a voice note through the link attached to this episode's description. Once again, I'm very happy to have come your way again and I'm looking forward to being with you in the next episode. Bye for now and stay awesome.